Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today we're talking... Owls. Who? Owls. Do you get it? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Ow. Yep, I get it. <laughs> Have you ever seen an owl? You know what? I don't think I've ever seen one in the wild. I don't think. I probably have seen one like at the zoo or something. I seem to recall seeing one at the Natural History Museum in Cleveland. I cannot recall if that one was alive or dead, but I have seen. I I I I know what one looks like. I've seen some dead stuffed owls for sure. I've seen some alive ones at the zoo, and I think about six or seven times I've been out in the woods and I've been like, oh damn, there's an owl. It'll fly off, and I'm like, yeah, it's a hawk. <laughs> That's not an owl. They're nocturnal, aren't they? I'm pretty sure. That's, that's like why their, we don't ever see them. That's their whole thing. We need some night vision goggles and a nice... Then we'll go look for owls. They're like... Uh, they're like Danzig. Owl. <laughs> I was thinking where you, where you said we walk the streets at night. Because just the we idea... We go where owls dare. <laughs> <laughs> The idea of an owl just walking around down the street, like wobbling back and forth right. instead of flying silently. Well, now you got me all sidetracked thinking about dancing. <laughs> He's like one of my favorite guys to think about. Not like not like I'm not like I'm like ooh dancing, but like I really think about what what's it like to be dancing. I think that Danzig is a singular character. Mm-hmm. It's like every few years, a new major fact comes out about Danzig. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you remember the original Danzig story that went around, right? Uh, I know, I, I, I'm just full of Danzig lore, so you have to, like, have to tell me. So Danzig lived in Los Angeles, sure. as many do. He's from New Jersey, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> and uh, apparently he was always a bad neighbor, and his place always looked like shit. Mm-hmm. And he was doing something, and he had a whole bunch of bricks in his yard, and they were just all stacked up. And this being Los Angeles, I don't think people have huge yards. I think people are are living pretty close in, just because it's such a big city. You know, there's small lots. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the, the story was somebody had posted this. They live in Danzig's neighborhood. And one day they walked by, and like they had heard that Danzig was there. And one day they walked by, and he's out there. And he's got a dumpster on his lawn, and he's got all these bricks piled up in his yard, and he's whipping them into the dumpster <laughs> one by one, just going, wha-bam! Like, <laughs> and the whole time he's screaming, is this what you want, Tony? <laughs> is this what you want me to do? You want me to throw my bricks away? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so I, I I mean apparently he was in some kind of dispute with his neighbor. Right, right. <laughs> Something the neighbor called the cops or called the I don't know, the law enforcement association or sure, something sure. like that. Yeah. HOA. But Danzig being a person that has to exist in the world is so cruel to Danzig. <laughs> I feel like Danzig has a bad attitude and Danzig maybe like has ideas about himself that like aren't backupable. My personal favorite story about Danzig is a little more personal. So like back in the day, I mean, I, I say back in the day, like it, it's not still the case, but back in the day I was a pretty serious goth. 
<laughs> I hung out with a bunch of goth chicks. We used to go out to the goth clubs all the time, right? I had this one girlfriend, and she went out to see Danzig. And she was very cute, and she ended up hooking up with Danzig. And during the process of hooking up with Danzig, she took off her giant goth chick wig. Yeah. And she said he got so insanely disappointed and sad that it wasn't her real hair that it just ruined the whole night. (laughs) (laughs) So she... So she was a, so she was a goth, and then he's like, her hair is definitely real. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she definitely has huge, beautiful hair. <laughs> Why don't you come on back over to my hotel with your human hair? And let me brush that hair, baby. <laughs> like a My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> so he was really, he was really disappointed that her hair wasn't real. <laughs> and that's my dancing story. <laughs> But I fucking love Danzig in the same way I love Morrissey. Like, he's not cool. He sounds like a giant jerk. Oh, yeah. There's something about him that is just, like, pure, distilled, like, an idea. Like, he had an idea of what he was going to make, and he made it, and it is so iconic that you can never fucking get away from it. And you know what? I don't give a shit. Like, I don't... Not new Misfits, but those old Misfits albums, they're classics. You can't beat them. You can't fucking beat them. I mean, the, it's in it's indisputable. Right. That it's, it's good music, it's classic, and the guy is an iconic figure. You probably... I mean, he's probably a dick. But, yeah, he is. But... <laughs> I think that there's... I think that living in the world just requires that for there to be people that are extreme... In people that are so iconic and interesting that you have to appreciate them for the picture they've created. And you can do that without approving of what they're doing personally. And you can do it without, like, getting sucked into their vortex. Like, I'm sure being in Danzig's personal life it has just got to be messy. Right. And there's, like, all kinds of, like, public figures who, like, if you look at them at face value, like, what they're up to, like, what their personality is like, like, how they treat people, you're like, ugh. Right? But the fact of the matter is, is that they're working on a completely different level than you are. They're not trying to socialize. They're not trying to make friends. They're trying to execute this artistic idea that no one has ever thought of before. And it is all-encompassing. And you have to appreciate the art and fucking forget about the rest of it. Like Morrissey, like Danzig, like Aleister Crowley. I can keep on going on forever. Well, and I think part and parcel of creating an iconic persona is that you are foregoing a normal social life. You give up so much. If it's all-encompassing, it's all-encompassing. And I mean, people who even just work creatively often end up sacrificing. You know, if you go on tour all the time, it's hard for you to have a family. Right. And that is something, you know, if you're a kid, you're like, who cares? But if you're if you're 40 years old, there are just things that you're not going to do that a lot of people do and a lot of people want to do. And you probably find yourself less and less able to relate. Now, I'm not saying that people should be a dick. What I am saying is that the most recent Danzig story that came out, because <laughs> he pops back up every sure, few years. Sure. Well, the the most most recent is I was just talking to uh, my friend Brian about this, 
And he said there's an album that came out called Danzig Sings Elvis. And it's just Danzig doing Elvis songs. I would listen to that because he's been doing an Elvis impersonation for about 40 years now. <laughs> he keeps, I think he said it's it's awful and I can't stop listening to it because it's so fucking weird. So anyway, most recently, it's about three years ago, uh, a house went up for sale in Los Angeles. Guess whose house it is? You know it. Uh, Oh, Glenn. The realtor took about 94 pictures of the outside. I remember looking at the pictures of his house. And there were like eight pictures inside. And it looked like... Now, this is a guy who is indisputably famous, like a, a major subcultural figure. And I mean, let's face it, if you own a house in L.A., that's a fucking, that's a fucking million dollars. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lot of money. It, first of all, it looked like he slept on the floor. Sure. <laughs> like uh, Jesse in Breaking Bad. He would move in somewhere, just put his sleeping bag down right near the front door. Just like, fuck it. Right. And all you could see in the house was there was like dark red carpet. And he just had like all of these dusty old shelves with like action figures on them. And in the corner of one room, he had like four boxes of booberry. <laughs> his I saw his house and his house reminded me of like when you would be in high school and you would have a high school boyfriend and you would go over his house and he was like one of the bad poor kids from the wrong side of town who lived in a really really crappy house and then you went into his into his house and he obviously slept on a couch and it was just like uh posters of lady death and like a bunch of star wars figurines and just like filth and like hamburger wrappers everywhere yeah Yeah. It made me think of what would happen if my high school boyfriend, instead of having just one room, he had a whole house. (laughs) (laughs) And he he also was the guy from the Misfits. Right, right. (laughs) My high school boyfriend actually had a Misfits tattoo. Actually, almost every single fucking dude I knew when I was in high school had a Misfits tattoo. It was like, as soon as you could find the stick and poker to do it, they would... 15, 16 years old, and they all had one. Yeah, I'm really I'm really glad I didn't know anybody who was tattooing when I was that age, because I would have gotten, I probably would have gotten a Nine Inch Nails tattoo or something. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, you can't, I can't get a crappy Nin tattoo now, but. Uh, yeah, you should get a tattoo, though. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just got your name tattooed on me, like, like a month ago. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not against it. It's just I would have to have an idea that would really strike me. And then I think also, personally, I think just getting one and just having one tattoo is like not personally my aesthetic. I don't think it's a great idea because it looks like you have a sticker stuck on you. Uh So if if I was going to do tattoos, I would want to get a a large tattoo or one that was like a... Uh, covered a significant part of my body so it looked on purpose Mm -hmm. otherwise it looked like you just have a sticker stuck on you somewhere which as we've talked about before disgusts me on a visceral level yeah Uh uh-huh you hate stickers you know what i love on stickers (laughs) owls (laughs) do you really love owls though i love them more than stickers we have a bunch of fake owls in the house yeah we do we'll talk about that in a minute but so 
We're never going to talk about owls if you don't have brass. I'm just going to keep on going. Natalie. I can talk about Danzig forever. What are owls? <laughs> owls are birds. <laughs> uh, done and done. No. <laughs> owls are birds from the order Strigiformis, which includes over 200 species of mostly solitary and nocturnal birds of prey typified by an upright stance, a large broad head, binocular vision, Binaural hearing, sharp talons, and feathers adapted for silent flight. Okay. Exceptions include the diurnal northern hawk owl and the gregarious brewing owl. <laughs> now there's an owl that I could chill with. I want a gregarious owl. He I want a, supposed to be friends. I want a gregarious owl that lives in the dirt like me. <laughs> Old dirt owl. <laughs> yeah. All I know about owls is two things. They have those weird balls they puke up full of bones. Owl pellets? Yeah. And when they don't have any feathers, they look really weird. Have you ever seen a featherless owl? No, I haven't. Now, I know a while ago. Now, you think of owls as being, or at least I used to. I think the average person thinks of owls as being penguin-shaped, but owl legs are actually quite long. That's what an owl looks like with no feathers. Well, gosh. (laughs) So, he looks... He looks like a chicken wing. He looks like mostly a chicken wing. <laughs> it looks like he has chicken wing sized wings. And then he's actually a chicken his, wing himself. But then his little body is just a third little chicken wing in the middle. <laughs> they are weird looking when they don't have any feathers. But so their legs are longer than you would think yeah. because their feathers come down all the way to their legs. Yeah. And so they look like they're penguin shaped. They're actually very chicken-esque. Yeah, they're chicken-esque. And skinny, but they have to fly, man. I don't imagine he could be very heavy and fly. That guy looks like a fat fuck, doesn't he? <laughs> He's all feathers, though. I love him. You love to love him. Anyway, so owls. They hunt small mammals, insects, other birds, fish. They are all over the earth except for the polar ice caps and some remote islands. So they're like pretty pervasive. I always think it's wild when an animal eats other animals that are the same type as it. Because we never eat monkeys. Like, no, you'll no. find you'll find people in developing, developing areas of the world where they'll eat monkeys because they don't have a lot of access to, other to, stuff. to meat. Yeah, they get bush meat, right? Mm-hmm. They'll eat lizards and monkeys and stuff. You go out, you need to, you need to get protein, right? But it's not common that we eat like bonobos right we don't i don't think I, it's like bad juju to eat like monkeys like there's okay so there's certain things that you, i feel like people can't eat primates is like the main one yeah and carnivores i think eating carnivores is a bad idea i think it's a bad idea because it concentrates like all of the all of the toxins that like the carnivore like the mouse ate some shit that was poisonous and then a little thing ate the mouse and then that had the poisonous mouse and then the thing ate it and then a jaguar ate it and then you ate a jaguar you're fucked now you're fucked well yeah yeah that's just like the uh, like the tuna Uh accumulating the mercury Uh because there's so much mercury in the damn sardines it's eaten also allegedly carnivores taste awful yes that would that would be like the last straw like on top of being like i don't think i would want to eat uh an ape or a jaguar there's <laughs> really funny thing about eating a jaguar i don't know why <laughs> like it just Ow. 
Like, you could... It seems plausible that you could get an ape. Because you're an ape. It seems like a bunch of people that were you could go out and get one. Right. <laughs> but a jaguar, you're never going to catch that thing. <laughs> you sneak up on it. <laughs> I never thought of that. Or maybe you play dead. You lay there, you play dead. And yeah. the jaguar's yeah. like, oh, look at that. Free meat. Look at that dead guy. He's free meat. And then he comes up, you go, pew. Gotcha. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I should never believe it. There's just like a random dead guy just laying out here. It was too good to be true. Yeah, right. Now he's eating me. Now what the fuck? I think that cats would be the most disgusting thing they eat. Yeah, you don't want to talk to that Natalie. I heard she was out here eating cheetah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you would uh, owls. I probably wouldn't eat an owl because they eat meat. They're meat eaters. They probably no. don't taste that great. No. You'd want to have like a chickens don't eat. Chickens eat bugs, but I think that's different. I think it's fine for chickens to eat bugs because bugs just eat, like, bugs actually eat really good plants. Dirt. Do bugs eat dirt? Earthworms eat that, dirt. Yeah, earthworms aren't bugs, though. Earthworms are annelids. Yeah. We've talked about those already. I don't... Th- we yeah. talked about worms already, and so I, I flushed that information out of my head forever. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> so, how can you tell it's a hot... A hawk. What are you talking about, hawks? What am I fucking talking about? How can you tell it's an owl? Uh, they have two eyes that are forward-facing. They have ear holes. They have a beak that is similar to a hawk. Their face is flat, and they usually have a conspicuous circle of feathers around their face called, like, a facial disc Okay. around each eye. And so it makes it makes them have that owl face that everyone loves. It's a classic owl face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And the feathers that make up the disc can be adjusted to focus sounds from different areas so they can, like, hear what's going on. Okay. Because their ear cavities are asymmetrically placed also. And so they arrange their feathers and they have asymmetrical ears. And so that makes them able to, like, listen and tell where everything's coming from. That is interesting. So is it random which side is, like, higher or lower? Yeah. Or is an owl always going to have their right ear higher up than their left ear? I don't know. It doesn't say my. It doesn't say anything. I would be interested to find out. You had to, like, check all the owls. Yeah, I'm sure somebody checks all the owls. There's an I, owl. You know what? I bet you, like, there. all, like, there's 200 species. I bet you, like... They all differ. Probably. Yeah, there's that owl that lives in the dirt. They can be anything they want. Right, right. Um, They have binocular vision, and their eyes are fixed in their sockets. So they have to turn their whole head in order to see stuff. Okay, that's why they do the whole Mm -hmm. head thing. Yeah. So they're just looking straight ahead, and so they have to move... They have to move their neck. I bet they have strong necks. Yeah. Because we we have little eye muscles. We move our eyes back and forth. Yeah, we don't have to use our neck. Gosh. Imagine how jacked everybody's neck would be if we had to move it around just to look at something different. Right, right. I mean, you kind of, sometimes you do because, like, sometimes your eyeballs don't go over that far. <laughs> that is, that's true, Natalie. <laughs> sometimes you got to move your neck, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, owls are not able to see anything that is really close to them, though. They're farsighted. Okay. I mean, that kind of, that kind of makes sense until they get right up close to their mouse they want. Mm. Maybe you think they just, like, set a trajectory when they're far away and when they get close, they do, like, me in the shower hoping, hoping that the soap's still there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, they have something on their beaks called phyloplumes, which are, like, feathers, around their beak area that they use as feelers once they get close to something. Oh, they feel it with their face? Uh-huh. Just to make sure they're eating a mouse? 
they must be fast because I feel like once you're touching the mouse, you got to get it right then or that's it. It's right, running away. Right. Well, you got to be your claw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, out, put it in your owl face. Um, their distance vision is real good. And when it is dark, it is super good. They can rotate their heads as much as 270 degrees. And they have twice as many neck vertebrae as humans do, which is why their necks are so amazing. How many neck vertebrae do we have? Seven. So they have 14. Mm -hmm. And they're smaller, so that's like... They all vertebrae all over the place. They could really twist that sucker around. They do a real exorcist on you. Yeah. 270. That's not 360, though. Yeah, it doesn't impress you. No, I'm not impressed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could do 180. Easy. Can can you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's just one... I might even be able to do, like, 200. No, no, don't. Or you're going to be like uh, when that chiropractor was pushing on that guy's neck and uh, uh, busted his cerebral artery open or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I'm that strong. (laughs) Break my own neck just by looking so hard. (laughs) Oh. I really apologize, everybody, lately that my, my quiz noises have not been so melodic because I lost my stick. And so what I've been doing is I have my dinger and I whack it on the counter. So <laughs> tell me how big the littlest owl is. The littlest? Uh-huh. Uh, so how big? Like what, just when it's sitting there, like if you took a picture of it, how big would he be just standing there? Yeah. And how much he weighs, maybe. Oh, they can't weigh very much at all because they have to fly around. Those birds are so light. Mm-hmm. The smallest owl, probably about a decimeter, about four inches. Um, it says five point two five, but it doesn't say units. <laughs> it could be five point two five stone, mate. Five point two five decimeters. <laughs> <laughs> It's like 20, it's like 21 inches. <laughs> I'm going to assume that's inches. 5.25 inches. Okay. It weighs 31 okay. grams. Okay, I was I was going to say more, so I would have been wrong. It's again. called a uh, elf owl. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see how little. Oh, look at how little baby. Oh, oh. his eyes are very big. He's a baby. And he has. Uh, oh, I love him. And he has. Uh, <laughs> Like Very bird. big pupils. He looks like a little bird. He looks serious. Uh-huh. Owls always look pretty serious. Well, he he's proportioned different differently from like a regular kind of barn owl. I love him. I love to love him. Okay, so don't look at my nose. What about the biggest one? Oh, they get they get large. I'd probably say probably about two feet tall. Probably about two feet tall. Twenty eight long. <laughs> Just pure math. No units. <laughs> no units. Twenty-eight. <laughs> yep. How, how much is away? So let's let me let me just think about this. Let me do a little bit. So the one that was five uh-huh. was thirty-one. Was thirty-one grams. So I know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be more than thirty-one grams. Uh, right. <laughs> right. Because it's getting bigger in all three dimensions. Right. And length is but one of those. Maybe it's also getting bigger in the fourth dimension. Oh, yeah, it's definitely got a different, it's got a different quality in the fourth dimension. It's not length. I was going to say length. It's like fourth length, like <laughs> when Taco Bell tried to say there was fourth meal. Yeah. <laughs> fourth length. Um, How much does it weigh? 
probably about two pounds. Nine pounds. It has a wingspan of 75. That's, if that's inches, that's six feet. That's, that's longer than my arms. My wingspan is about 68 inches. Yeah. It, so slightly. You weigh a lot more than nine pounds though. You, you gotta, ugh, don't say that. <laughs> that is so rude. You're right. <laughs> true though <laughs> doxing me this sucks. i don't even think you weighed nine pounds when you were born did you no <laughs> you've never weighed nine no, pounds no i've never <laughs> uh, oh so what do you think about alice do you have an opinion about him this is this is like when Nona asked me what my favorite animal is. Like I just I simply do not. I think I got to the point where I like cows and sloths. Those are my favorite animals. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean really when it comes down to it I struggle because I know this is the struggle because I know she doesn't want this to be the answer. My favorite animal is a dog. And I mean that I I feel like Tom Cruise saying that. <laughs> I feel like dogs aren't animals really. Dogs are more like um people who live in your house. I mean, if you have someone and they come and move in your house, you name them Richard and you hang out with them all day and they hang out with you at work. Like that's not to me that's not the same thing as an animal lives outside. <laughs> yeah, it's a domesticated animal for sure. It's just <laughs> It's not the same as a sloth. But I just that's my problem is cuz I've I've had dogs, I've known and loved dogs. And so any other animal is just like, well, that's just some animal you're not supposed to touch. Right, right. Are you gonna go touch a sloth? I don't- I would. I feel like they would tell you not to. I think that if I paid them, they would let me. It's like when you go to Stingray Bay and you could touch it, but only with two fingers and only on, limit. only on the back. <laughs> that's right, baby. That's right. But I, I feel like when I, when the question is, what is your favorite animal? To me, that question is, what is the favorite animal that doesn't live in your house? I don't know. I've been thinking about, I've been thinking about jaguar a lot since you said you were going to eat one. <laughs> I'm not going to. I said to be You yucky. were going to, you were going to pull the old surprise shooter on him. Right. Pew. Yeah, right. Stay strapped. <laughs> I thought you were going to go Matrix school shooter style, laying down in the jungle in your trench coat. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> No, actually, what I was going to do is I was going to, like, hypnotize the jaguar with my with my feminine wiles and be like, oh, a jaguar. And it was going to be like, I trust you. And I'd bring him over, like, oh, a jaguar, we're going to be friends. And then as soon as he gets up there, I... Crack his neck. Yeah. That's how I would do it. That is so specific. <laughs> so you would do, like, like the sirens did to Odysseus. Is that what they did to him? Didn't they pull Did, his eyeballs out or something? Oh, I, I, I don't, don't remember. I thought they sang to him and then he wrecked his ship. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I, I. I. I did read Odysseus or whatever the Odyssey. I read that, but I didn't like it. But because I didn't retain very much of it. Oh, I. I was supposed to read it. I don't know if I read it. He's not the one who fucked his mom, is he? That's Oedipus. Yeah, that's a whole different complex. He was the one who was blind, wasn't he? That's how... There's a lot of blind people back then. I feel like science has gotten a lot better in that regard. Used to have people wandering around all the time. There's a guy in the Bible who was blind. (laughs) Just one? Probably a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
I, need, I should read the Bible sometime. I've there, never read it. But there was... <laughs> There was some guy in there was some guy in Greek mm-hmm. who he knew everything was going to happen, but his curse was that nobody believed him. But his curse was also that he was blind, so he really got a bum deal. Right, right. But I don't remember that Teresius or one of those right. fucking guys, Pericles, Pericles, Agamemnon. Pythagoras. There's a bunch bunch of those fucking guys, right? Right, right. Diogenes. It's just some... I mean, that's why everybody likes Greek so much, because there was just a whole character list full of all the different guys that you could be, and they lived lives that were just so wild compared to now. Right, right. Like, in 2,000 years, people aren't going to be like, have you heard of the story of Connor Johnson? (laughs) And then you'll be like, no. And they'll be like, well, he was a guy and he lived with his parents. And then when he got older, he lived in a condo. You're like, oh, yeah. What did he do? And they're like, he mostly hung out. He looked at his phone. He was a computer programmer. Like, what's a computer? We don't know. Later, they called him a coder, and history says at one point he started doing something called DevOps. <laughs> Actually, I think in 2,000 years, I think that this period of time is going to be like a dark point in history, and people are going to assume it was like a dark age because nothing that we're doing right now is going to survive because it is all digital and no one is going to back it up and no one is going to transfer it, and so everything we do is going to absolutely disappear. And in 2,000 years, people will think we did nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Something else I think about is like, it's very easy to think. I mean, you hate to draw the parallel unless you're me. I think it's a fine parallel. It's an example of human behavior. Sure. Mobs and things gone wrong. Germany, 1933. (laughs) Yeah. uh So you think, well, uh, why, uh, you know, Mercedes was making cars for the big man. Mm Mm-hmm. Hugo Boss was making his little jackets and stuff. Why do they still get to be around? Why did they go along with him? Why did the Germans go along with him? Why didn't they stop uh, Kristallnacht? Why didn't they stop it when he started frying people and doing all the bad stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Why didn't anybody stop it? Well, nobody could really stop it. Enough people went along with it that if you were just a guy, you couldn't stop it. And if you were like, this is wrong, they're like, okay. Yeah, basically, if you tried to stop it, basically all the people who tried to stop it got killed. Yeah, yeah. That's a major impediment <laughs> to stopping to it. changing the world. <laughs> right, yeah, right. yeah. Getting killed usually slows you down. Right. They're going to think that way about us. They're going to be like, no, Nadell. Or they're going to be like, Cyber Nona the Fourth. <laughs> Your GGGGG paw was a real dick knob and she's gonna be like mm, why do you say that <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like he was fucking involved in the rise of the machines dumbass <laughs> and he did nothing or the rise of the machines wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. <laughs> he also enabled trump <laughs> oh we're gonna get it all right 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 but you know what that's we're going to be somewhere else by no, then. No, you are going to be Cyber Nona 4. That's the, you're yeah. going to be turning on the wheel a few more times, and then that's going to be you, baby. You think I have to... You think I'm going to Wang Chung through this universe another time? 
I've been working on my enlightenment. I've been meditating on it. You need to get on my program. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm getting off the wheel. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not coming back to this shithole. You need to get on my enlightenment level. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's probably true, though. You need to, like, decalcify your pineal gland and open your third eye and uh, become one with the universe and understand that we are all one. Man, I, I tried that. That was, like, when I decided I was going to do mushrooms. And I was like, I'll just have a little bit. It's all cool. And they're kind of kicking in a little bit and everything's being real cool. And then you were you were washing that. You were, like, kind of cleaning the house. It's like, it's cool. It's just an at-home day, cooling out. I walk in, and I walk in the kitchen and you're scrubbing an owl. <laughs> yeah, Which leads me to the plastic owls in the house. We have multiple plastic owls in the house. They're meant to scare off predators. Yeah, uh-huh. But I, I just like weird shit. Yeah, and it's all, it's all, you know, you have it in the house and you recontextualize it and it's cool and weird. But I was, I was on a little bit of, not that much, of mushrooms. And I went in and you were washing the owl in the fucking sink. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> it was dirty <laughs> it was dusty yeah but <laughs> you thought it was real <laughs> just for longer than i would have otherwise right absolutely right <laughs> but i still i don't have any problem with the owl it's just a moment that my brain shared with the owl situation what, you're like what if i was that owl I didn't even get there. Yeah. I was just like... <laughs> you turned around and you looked at me and you looked at me and you didn't say anything and I was just standing there and you were like, what? And I was like, you're washing it out. That's just, that's just all. Just... I'm fine now. <laughs> but for a second, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, most... Owls fly silently. Right? Yeah, yeah, but like that without the whooshing. Yeah, well, I, I do that because this is not a visual medium. <laughs> 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 they are mostly nocturnal and they can fly without making any noise, and that gives them an advantage because their prey are like, listen up. We need to listen, make sure there's no predators coming. Yeah. Owls silent with that. Can't hear a, shit. A lot of those animals have have great hearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, owls' feathers are usually larger than other birds' feathers. They have fewer radiates, which I'm not sure what those are. They have special feathers along the edges of their wings that have like serrations on them, and so that makes it so when they flap, it doesn't make as much noise. Because it. It reduces, like, the aerodynamic disturbance of their wings. Okay. And their flight feathers are velvety, that, and that also absorbs sound, like, soundproofing. Oh, yeah. The way their feathers on their wings are make the sound level drop below the hearing spectrum of the prey that the owl is usually going for, but also the owl itself. So the owl can't even hear himself flying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, is that good for the owl? Oh, well, if the owl can't hear itself flying, then it can hear the prey better, right? Right, right. Okay. And so that makes it easier for them to silently catch the prey, and prey can't hear them. It can't hear itself, so it can hear the mice better, and they have a great time, right? But... 
that means that they are not really that waterproof. Oh, there's their weak spot then. Yeah, they cannot use preen oil or powder dust or anything that other birds use to clean themselves or to make themselves waterproof. And so when it is wet, they cannot go hunting because they cannot deal with it. They are dry boys. If they get wet, they probably just plummet. Mm -hmm. They just get wet. Like you or I going outside and getting wet and sodden. Yeah. And so like if it's like owl breeding season and it's real rainy, it's like a bad, it's bad news. Oh, shit. Because the birds can't mingle. Yeah. Because they're like, I can't get wet. I'm a dry boy. I love a dry boy, though. That just makes me want to hug an owl. I know he'd be dry. <laughs> Always dry. Always dry. <laughs> um, they also have a hard time keeping warm because they are not waterproof. And so they have a lot of downy feathers and stuff like that. But they just have a hard time. And they so, will oftentimes, they will like oftentimes drown in like drinking troughs at like farms and stuff. Because oh, wow. they will land to get a drink and then they will get wet and they can't get out. Oh, because they probably can't fly out of it because suddenly their their wings are not waterproof and suddenly they're just wet. Mm -hmm. And then they're stuck. And they can't, if it's like one of those metal troughs, they can't, they don't have anything to grab onto, right? Right, right, right. Um, Their eyes are the main story with the owls, though, because they are so good at looking. They are nocturnal and they can see great in the dark. They do not use echolocation at all because their eyes are so great. And that's unusual, well... I mean, a lot of animals have great good eyesight, but... They are known for having disproportionately large eyes in comparison to their skulls. Right. Their eye is tubular because it's so large. I bet that's why it can't move. Uh Uh-huh. Because our eyes are like spheres. Ours are balls. That's why I call my balls. So they have that's a that's a big did you know right there? Right. They, so they have these tube eyes, those yeah eye tubes, tubular eyes, and they're all crammed into their teeny little head, head skulls, and so they have to use their neck like we were talking about. They can't like look back and forth. They have to because their eyeballs are just too big. Right. They have a relatively large retinal image. Okay. Yeah. And their nocturnal eyesight is far superior to that of. It's average prey, and so they're working at an advantage because they can see so good. Yeah, so they effectively have night vision. Uh-huh. Well, I bet, now in all those photos of owls we saw, some of them it looked like their pupils were really large. I think it probably depends on how light it is. Right, but I bet if they're in bright light, I bet they can't see for shit. Maybe. I mean, didn't maybe. Did we the... see an owl like in real life, like at the, mu- at the museum? Didn't the guy have an owl, or did he have a raccoon? Or something like that. Well, he had a possum. Oh, he had a he had an owl's decapitated foot. No. Did he just have the foot? I think he just had an owl leg, maybe. <laughs> it wasn't just... decapitated because it was a leg. Yeah. <laughs> it was leg capitated. <laughs> yeah, unlegged, deowled owl leg. <laughs> The owl has been removed from I just this. feel like I've touched an owl before, and it was a real one, but I it, I don't remember interacting with it, which makes me think it was just its foot that was cut off. That was when Nona was, like, playing like she was a wild crab. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we went to the National History Museum, and it was, like, all these kids sitting around, and this guy was, like, talking about all the animals, and Nona was the only one who would interact with them. <laughs> He's like, what? Do you know what owls eat? And she's like, yes. 
do you know what lizards eat? She's like, I know what I, I know what lizards eat. <laughs> Nobody else, either everybody else didn't know or didn't want to interact. No, no one, everyone to know that she knew everything. And the, and the guy at the museum loved her. Yeah, he's probably used to like asking the crowd questions and nobody says anything. So if one kid is like, I remember the one thing, the one thing that really got him. I mean, he's a biologist, so he's excited when people like biology, I'm sure. sure. He's like, now this next creature, a lot of you are going to think it's creepy, but it's very important for the ecosystem. And it's actually a lovely little animal that's not going to hurt you. That's right. It's your friend and mine, the possum. Does anybody know what makes the possum unique? And Nona almost jumped out of her seat and goes, it's the only marsupial in North America. <laughs> And that is that is why I know that fact. Right. I would not have known that. She otherwise. was little too. She was like four or something, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But it, yeah, so she so he had the possum and and I didn't touch it. No. But then he was like owls and then all he had was an owl leg. Cuz I touched that. You could have really could have really Scored some major points if you had had a real owl there, brother. I would have touched the heck out of it. I would have given it a hug. That little squeeze. Nine pounds. It's more substantial. That's like a cat. It's a cat what, I want to hug a little baby one. What was a little mini elf elf owls? The one that's the size of a vulture egg? Yeah, the one this little. That's 525. Five. And it weighs as much as 31 paper clips. <laughs> a little baby. I love a little baby all the time. Oh, Cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did you know owls have ears? Yeah. They yeah. Have I mean, uh, I either assume they would. internal or external ears. I'm not. Fully... I think I have both. Don't I? Ah, uh, gosh, I'm. I'm not sure what that means off the top of my head. <laughs> I mean, I have the external ear, but if you cut that off, I would still have that ear hole, wouldn't I? Yeah, you would think. And still be able to hear a little bit. Uh huh. Well, anyway. I think yeah. The the whole the little ring and cup you got on your head lets you focus the sound a little. But we can't go full owl. Right. Our ears are symmetrical, though. Yeah, we really. If somebody's got asymmetrical ears, that to turn off. It is just something. <laughs> it is something that humans are wired to perceive as different. Right. I used to know this guy who was totally asymmetrical. If he just looked at him, he looked regular, right? He looked at him real close. One of his earlobes was attached and one of his earlobes was detached. Yeah. Like everything was just like slightly different. He was totally asymmetrical in every way. Was his vibe that he was a normal looking yeah. guy or did he, did he, cause I've been told that being symmetrical plays a large part in what makes somebody attractive. He was cute enough. Sure. Okay. Okay. So he, had he, to re he had to really look to notice. Okay, so it was just mild, but everywhere. Yeah, uh -huh. Uh -huh. that'll happen. <laughs> you know, I got a little, uh, I got a little Jeff Bezos in one of my eyes. No, just baby. In, it just, I said a little yeah. bit, just in, just because I'm the one that looks at myself close up in the mirror, right? Uh -huh. Like I don't know. Say you walk in the kitchen, and your wife is washing an owl. You might want to just go chill out and look in the mirror for a little bit. <laughs> I don't ever want to take mushrooms and go look in the mirror, ever. <laughs> well, according to panpsychism, we're the same consciousness, so really, you do. <laughs> 
Well, you're part of the consciousness that's getting that thing done on the to-do list. That's not on my personal to-do list, though. I'm glad you're getting that done for us, though. Well, I feel I feel like it was it was perfect. I feel like both of my eyes were beautiful little Cheerios, and then as I went, <laughs> my beautiful through, Cheerios. <laughs> as I went through the brutalities of life, just one of my eyelids just couldn't hack it anymore. Right. It's just it's coming down a little. I think it's gonna go more and more. Maybe in about ten years, it's gonna be real. I'm gonna have about a three quarter Bezos. <laughs> You have like really bad eyesight though. So like if you, when you have your glasses on, you look like regular negular. Yeah, it's because of the visual. It's because of the visual contrast. It really detracts from it. I think that's probably the last thing that people look at when they look at me because I've just got so many other details going on above the right. collar. Right, right. When you take your glasses off, it's like suddenly it's like you don't know what the fuck's going on. That's what it looks like. It's like you you play like you can see, but I know you can't. <laughs> Well, so when I take my glasses off, here's the issue is that the the thing with my eyesight is I can see what's the best way to explain it? I, I never really think about it, but it's almost like I can see best out of my eye in a spot that's not what I'm looking at. Mm hmm. So if I really want to perceive something, I can't look right at it. Yeah. And so when I take my glasses off and I'm trying to see things without my glasses, it always looks like I'm not looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you look shifty. It makes you look shifty and makes you look like your IQ is about 30 points lower than it is. <laughs> That's just what I like about you. You're, you, you contain multitudes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I really do. I appreciate that I can get corrective lenses and I can just go around looking at anything I want. Right. It's great. It's really handy. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a visual medium, so you can't, you can't tell I just pulled my shirt up. <laughs> uh, first ever boobs on a podcast. That... Could uh, that could absolutely be a first? <laughs> I think we I should. Think I think any, that's this episode that's going to be the highlight of this episode. I don't think anybody groundbreaking. Else, nobody else has ever done this. If we get banned from iTunes, this is why. Oh, it's because of the boobs. I do got fucking rocking rack though. Yeah. So anyway, so they also have beaks. Owls do. Yeah. They got talons, and that's what they eat and catch stuff with, right? And so they will kill their prey using their talons and they'll crush their skull and crush it, knead it up into like mush with their, with their, with their hands, right? Oh, really? Yeah. So they, uh, so I always just assumed that owls ate stuff whole and then that's why they had to barf the stuff up, but they, they take it and they squeeze it like a, like, they did you ever, bust it up. did you ever know a kid that would take Wonder Bread and would roll it up in little balls yeah, and, yeah, eat, and yeah. eat the balls? The owl is doing the yeah. weird kid thing. Yeah. But they will crush it, crush it, crush it. Right. Yeah. And it will break all the bones in the skull and and knead the animal until it's like not so bony, <laughs> and then it eats it whole. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that makes sense because if you had like a whole skeleton to shit out or puke up, it would be a lot less comfortable. It would. It would. But I get. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. I'm just thinking about broken bone fragments maybe being worse than whole bones, but. 
Well, they do that thing where they puke up the balls, the owl pellets. And so that's like the hair. Yeah. Do you ever dissect an owl pellet? No. I dissected an owl pellet. You went really hands-on. I really honestly thought going through high school, going to biology class and stuff. Wow. Okay. I mean, we... We were in the same state. It's, uh, it's what makes it so strange. You did a frog and a pig and an owl pellet, and we never really went hands-on with any of that stuff. I think that my where I went to school, it was extremely economically depressed. It was in really, really bad shape. It was like the number one county in the state of Ohio for teen pregnancy and this was back in the 90s when the government was still slightly functional and so we got I think we got a lot of like government grants and stuff and so we had like a really nice computer lab and like we had like a lot of stuff that like talking to other people I know they didn't have at their school but I think we just got a lot of grants like we got a lot of sex ed (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because it it was like back in the 90s when the government was working and it was like a Democratic president and this and that. And so I feel like I somehow escaped by getting a fairly decent (laughs) educational experience maybe. Anyway, owl pellets are gross. So it looks like a little shit, right? Yeah, I think that's why I always assumed it was shit. It looks like a ball of shit, and then you like put it on your dissection tray and you get some like little dissection needles. Uh-huh. And then you kind of pick it apart, and it's just like it's like a big wad of like dried crap, and then you just like pick it apart, and it's like brown crap, and then you're like, oh, here's a teeny tiny mouse leg bone, and then you dig some more, and you're like here's part of a mouse skull. Oh, so you're supposed to like identify? What... Yeah, so we picked it apart and like get all the bones out, and then we try to figure out what's going on. Okay, but yeah, we did that. It seems like it would be kind of fun. Uh, you could probably order some. I bet you got it. I bet you they got them on Amazon. You want me to get you some I mean, owl pellets for your birthday? No, I mean more like fun if you have to be in school that day. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna get you some owl pellets for your birthday. I do not. I do not want owl pellets. I, I think the only saved body part I I have is when I bought that llama bezoar from Peru. That's for magic, yeah. Well, it's from the Andean mountains, and it's supposed to be magic oh it's supposed to be magic but i mostly thought it was cool to have a bezoar because that just seems so ancient i feel like it puts me more in touch with the natural world right i have like the bezoar and like a bunch of weird shit like i like to have like little jars of weird shit like baby teeth and bezoars and and who knows what's gonna happen who knows if society collapses and all we're gonna have is my ability to make a magic spell yeah it's really gonna be of much greater value at that point right right (laughs) so did you know that some owls will eat really large prey like the eagle owl eat fucking deer a great horned owl will eat barred owls and (laughs) so it's called an eagle owl Mm -hmm. first of all i hate when they do that like a whale shark i can never remember what the fuck is Is it a whale or a shark i think it's a fish i think it's a fish (laughs) that's what's so fucked about it so the eagle owl the eagle is the adjective the owl is the noun noun owl who who's the noun that's what i would say who's the owl (laughs) so the the eagle owl can grab deer and like grab them and pick them up and then eat the fucking deer. I think he probably would just kill it and eat it there. I don't think he would carry it anywhere. You think it would just peck? You think he would just peck? 
He would crush it up. It'd with take tongue. him all day. <laughs> Just bust up that deer. Take him all break day. Break him down to... like a nug. <laughs> <laughs> Lay him out on one of those rainbow colored trays that says T equals HC squared. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so. Owls will eat other owls to the point where the western screech owl is, like, not doing that well because other owls keep eating it. (laughs) (laughs) You would... Okay, so is it... Do you think that the owl maybe just assumes that nothing is coming for it? Because the owl is, like, mostly... I mean, what eats owls? Just other owls. I mean, if an owl was on the ground, maybe a jaguar, a jaguar would get it. A coyote would eat it. A coyote would, a eat, it would eat it if it was on. The, yeah, if it was on the ground, sure. A jaguar would eat it. Yeah. A tiger would eat it. Lion would eat oh, it. Oh, you bet. You would eat it if you were hungry enough. An owl, yeah, yeah. It's it looks like a chicken wing. <laughs> and I'm not just I'm not just talking the Looney Tunes where you're real hungry, you start licking your lips, your boss looks like a roasted turkey. <laughs> I mean, like, if you see the hairless owl, he looks like a chicken wing. Right, right. <laughs> uh, did you know that there's a long-legged burrowing owl that lives in South and North America? And they are active in the daytime, and they live in the ground, in tunnels. Is that the like, gregarious like, one? Like, like goblins. <laughs> Like fraggles. Fraggles. Um, they will move into tunnels that were dug by other animals, like prairie dogs and stuff. But they will also sometimes dig their own holes if they have to. I think that a, a prairie dog digging a hole, you could imagine he's sitting there and he just digs with his little front legs. An owl flapping around and just having to scratch the dirt out with his two talon legs. Yeah. <laughs> But what they will do is they will they will surround the entrance to their hole with poop. And then they will sit at the entrance all day long because they love to eat dung beetles. And so they will put all the poop outside their thing to, to lure the beetles in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like eating shit, do you? <laughs> I got poop for you. <laughs> that shows that they're smart, though. They have, they're like, oh, I really like this particular bug. And they figured out that that bug likes poop. And they're like, oh, that's that poop bug I like. And then they figured out that they can take poop and make and make the bug come for the poop. That is smart. You tell me that fucking... That's a train of thought. And they, yes, they planned it out. We are not special. The only reason we're anything different than anybody else is we invented factories and like semi-trucks that ship shit all over the place. We just went a little too far with right. setting the poop out. right. Right. <laughs> you start setting the poop out, you better be careful what happens. Um, it is illegal to have one as a pet in the United States, although they are very smart and sociable. So they're pretty cool. That uh, that makes sense. But having an owl as a pet seems incredible. I wonder if you could teach one how to talk. When I say incredible, I mean like your life would revolve around the owl. <laughs> it's like if you have a a tiger as a pet. Your life is... Tiger guy. Is owning the tiger. It's like, um, what's that guy's name again? Oh, God damn it. Peter Kane, dog trainer. He has a pet raven. Yeah, he does. And he has all kinds of videos where the raven just bites him and he cusses at it. And he just talks about how you should never get a raven as a pet. <laughs> 
And that is so strange. Just let it go, man. You can ju- you could just open the door, man. <laughs> the raven doesn't want to be there. Yeah, right. You hate it. It hates you. Y'all just fight all the time. You cuss at it constantly. Make videos about how much you hate it. Just fucking let it go. You've described like 40% of people who use Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would like a crow for a pet, though. Too big. Too big. He'd be so nice though. I'd teach him how to talk. Mm. I heard. I heard. I I saw some video on YouTube one time of a do- of a crow that said "fucker." Yeah, he just said it. He said he said "effers" all over the place. Yeah, I was it's like, a, "That's a cool bird." Good boy. <laughs> um. So owls are zygodactyl, which means that their feet have two forward facing toes and two backward facing toes. Oh. Okay. But the owls can pivot one of their back toes forward, so they, it's, they're versatile. Wow. Okay. Versatility. Okay. I like a little versatility in a bird. Um, did you know that owls don't build their own nests? They use other birds' nests, or they will go in a hole in the tree. And that's interesting. I've seen photos of pigeons building nests, but pigeons basically barely build a nest. Yeah. A pigeon will get like two sticks and lay an egg like next to where they cross. Right. And just very recently, I used to this this past summer, there was a killdeer over, well, we live near an agricultural area and uh, there was a killdeer over there and it had laid its eggs right on the road. And so somebody having noticed this took a bunch of chunks of asphalt and surrounded the killdeer eggs with them. And for like two or three weeks, as we would approach the little ring of chunks of asphalt with the two eggs in the middle, it was not like a huge clutch or anything. There would be the killdeer sitting on them and then it would do its little act where it like starts chirping and flapping away with one of its wings. Yeah. Like trying to distract us. Like, man, I'm not gonna take your eggs. (laughs) And one day they were gone. I assumed the eggs hatched. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know that the earliest depiction of an owl was etched in a cave 30,000 years ago? Ooh, I bet owls were freaky to people back then. I'm surprised they noticed them. They're like nighttime animals. You would think if you were like a human being back then, like at nighttime, you would hide. You probably would, but sometimes I think back then, people were probably a lot better at seeing at night. Don't you think? Maybe. I think that we're... I think that we probably stay too glowed out for too long, all day long, glowing stuff. Everything's always lit up. Oh, it gets dark outside. Don't worry. We'll turn the lights on. Right, right, right. The whole the whole day, the whole thing. We wake up in the middle of the night and we're like, it's dark in here. Right. Hell no. That's my human voice. <laughs> oh, no, I'm human. <laughs> what did you learn to say about owls? Owls. Tell your children not to do some owls. <laughs> Tell your beetle not to come my way. <laughs> I like that they... And if you want to see owls with me, <laughs> I can show you what they're like. <laughs> You know, say what you want about Danzig. I don't know that Danzig would be capable of using his using his own turds to lure bugs over to eat his turds, and then he the bugs get eaten instead. <laughs> he lures he lures the birds over with the blueberry. 
who would never use booberry to lure birds to their death? <laughs> Cory Grella. She's mighty swallow. Right, right. She really is. You know who has owls? Who has owls? In who? Harlem Township, Ohio. Central Ohio's answer to where are owls? They probably are. Yeah. It's very arboreal. Right. There's Lots forests. There's fields. There's a river. There's trees. What, what more could you want? It's iconic. Mice. I'm sure they got mice. Oh, yeah. If you're noticing a conspicuous void in our sponsorship, maybe you might want to pop over to the Patreon and see if you want to fill that void up with your $99. Yeah, if you've got a business or a product or a website or just yourself to promote, like our friend Corey Grella, then drop your 99 in there and see what happens, baby. You'll love it. This episode of Owls was suggested to us by many people on the Discord. Who suggested it? Ah, uh, the elegant and exciting Alexis Lurleen, the intelligent and fabulous Knights of Suburbia, the rugged, healthy, and also intelligent Snow Polish, and the excellent and very spectacular The Golden Bison. Thanks to all four of you for suggesting this. If you've got something you want to hear about, patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Gotta join that. That's also where you sponsor us if you've got $99. But just Cinco Bucks will get you in to the Discord where you can leave topic suggestions and uh, you can play games together. Oh, they've been fucking up Valheim. I don't have a computer that plays Valheim, but that's all anyone does in there now. I, I would <laughs> jump in. Sounds like crafting, and you can build houses and stuff. So uh, we're doing that. Pop on by if you're already a member and get in on the on the Viking crafting action. And thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. I love you. Goodbye.